Hello. Hi there. Welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. In every episode, we interact with industry experts and drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. We also share an interesting trivia or fun fact about the IT world towards the end of every episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. Let us start today's show by asking a couple of questions. Number 1, if you could do anything for 8 hours a day for the rest of your life and money were no object, what would you do? I'm sure this will make you ponder. So please start thinking. And here comes the second one, which is an adage. If you don't love something, then don't do it. So I'm sure this will also lead you to think deeply about what you are doing now coming to today's episode i'm sure this pandemic has given time for each one of us to contemplate introspect and find our passion so for today's episode we picked up the topic being passionate in what you do and we are pleased to welcome nagapriya to our show to share her thoughts nagapriya prakash has been working in the corporate world for more than 20 years now For the last 4 years she has been associated with Codelate Technologies in the capacity of QA engineer. Her extensive experience lies in associating herself with various business domains, corporate cultures and dealing with people. Outside of work, Priya loves to spend her time with her daughter, jentangle, dance and come up quirky design ideas at home. Nagapriya Welcome again to our podcast. Thanks Sudhakar. That's a nice introduction. Thank you. Priya, let us start with your career journey. Can you throw some light in the turns that you took in your 21 years of career? Ah, uh, yes Sudhakar, that would be a good place to start. In my total 21 years of careers, See, you could actually divide it into seven years of each or something like that. See, initially I started, it was a storybook kind of entry into IT. I was a college graduate and it was a campus recruitment through TCS and I had a good training. Then the TCS training was very sought after thing. and uh, that shaped me to really open my eyes to IT and all the coding and all how it's done and all that. Then there was an on-site trip which was like very, very sought after thing then. then i came back i joined satyam then i had a stint with edias so this was all mncs so somewhere here i got another opportunity uh, to move into the next model which was a captive model which was coming up in the next 7 uh, years from 96 to 2001 it was going on mncs then in 2001 you know this captive model started coming up so this was a small company called uh, value source technologies for kbc bank based out of belgium okay so this was a different model altogether so this was a new thing for me and i was there with them for about 3 uh, years and that was a new learning new process new performance new team uh, structure and all that so i had to really unlearn a lot of stuff from mnc kind of an operating to a smaller operating company then again as fate would have it i had a break and all that and then i got married and personally i had to take a break 
and somewhere i had to engage myself and all that so i took up some non right brain stuff which is my left for which gave lot of order to my left brain like pottery dancing and all that which was a complete revelation to me and i did, i was not in the industry trend then then i realized there was something that was happening that in the industry when i had to really look back and see which was more like people were involved more into digital business more into securities more into quick solutions apps and all that were coming up so then i realized i had to get back i was looking up the outside world and seeing there are new things to do then i got an opportunity to work with a product called lastpass it is a password management system so we had to do a small testing on it from home this was convenient for me because i had a daughter i had to take care of home and all that so it was fine it was so the work nature was very independent so i had to do all by myself i had my laptop i had i had my own timings and all that so there were not much process involved in it and the team was remote too so this was an entirely new eye opener for me along this lines then came my current company called codelate technologies this is a cloud venture which is the next happening thing fortunately that happened which was focusing on uh, on enterprise business solution via cloud and all that that was altogether a new learning i didn't have any formal knowledge on it or anything which but i learned on the job but the job was of a qa engineer for all the years of service i could have demanded for a project manager or something but they offered me qa manager i was happy about it because that gave me a lot of insight into the product and made me ask a lot of questions of the product and i was free to dig and see the product and observe the product and understand the product and question and learn more as to what is happening in cloud so these are the various stages of my career now i am associated with my current cloud venture company in the designation of qa engineer i'm still in the learning mode i would say so this is my work story sudhakar so priya you had an amazing career which spans across indian multinational companies the captive and currently a startup which is in the latest and hot trend of security correct so when you look back at your 20 21 22 years of experience in professional journey what is one thing or the toughest step you would say that you had to take consciously if you ask me now i'm looking back at it i would say it is the process to unlearn see as we go through each and every uh, company or every process come to know people we continuously learn we continuously observe and learn read and learn bookish learn we do attend training seminars and all that and learn there is a continuous learning i would say i had to actually unlearn a few of those so that i have space to accumulate and learn and know and observe and see things in a new perspective and learn things and adapt them so my challenge or the toughest steps i would say would be to learn unlearn whatever i have learned create space and quickly adapt make a right choice right decision with what the current learning is of i think that is a very 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 big challenge i faced for example see when i was with an mnc i learned a few processes i learned a few way of working i learned a few way of acknowledging clients when i came to a captive it was different because it was a small setup it was one client and it was region specific and it was european clients we needed to be different the reporting model has to be different the matrices has to be different the way we acknowledge the work has to be different 
so that was different then from there to a startup that to remote startup i had to live all that i have learned in all the previous two companies and then i had to learn to adapt to that it is all the more only faceless communication so how will that be then came the cloud based work see here we started from nine people to 61 people across the globe various nationalities different work timings different way of reporting so that was another learning altogether i had to be smart enough i had to be quick enough i had to learn and adjust to and adapt to that you know all this i have to project a positive image i have to keep up with my work more than also technology learning was there from mainframe open systems erp cloud platforms from from the kind of role that i was playing as a coder to project manager to requirements management to now a qa person who has to question everything even the silliest of the stuff so that kind of learning and learning is a most challenging thing that i faced i would say sudarshan absolutely i would say that unlearning and quick adaptation two amazing points that you highlighted there priya because the world is changing at a very fast pace isn't it the technology and everything we can't be stagnant at one place to succeed in this ever changing and dynamic world it reminded another quote by alvin toffler you might have come across this priya the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write but those who cannot learn unlearn and relearn so yeah aptly put exactly very apt that's a good one navi yeah thanks for bringing that to table coming to the third question What is one thing that you enjoyed thoroughly in your journey? The process of rediscovering. Discovering is one thing that we did when we entered IT, I think. We discovered a different phase of us. Now, it was completely a rediscovery in each and every phase. From a coder to a tester, the journey was like, I had to completely rediscover my other areas of head or the thinking process. and put them to use i had to sharpen them and put them to use i had to you know leave the old monolithic system legacy systems learning and come into modern systems which is like a storm which is like a whirlwind takeover and that rediscovery and how i adapted to it and how i am enjoying it how i grow along how my personality also grows and changes along with it is one thing that i enjoyed in this journey It is not a smooth thing it is a revelation to myself about me but it is a nice process it's a it's a good process to be in i would say so that is that's a major takeaway for me or major enjoyment for me to keep me in the job that's fantastic and coming to rediscovering it will help us recreate ourselves and we will be a new version so exactly you are able to experience that throughout your career which is one thing which many people look out for and you should be glad you have experienced it exactly so what is that that kept you going in this 21 years of journey i am actually lucky to see a metamorphosis a process that is happening in the it see it was first legacy then it was like this then now we are in cloud now we are in apps i don't know what is going to come and i'm actually looking forward to it mm-hmm. see initially I, i was on computers you know station and now then laptops then now i am on uh, mobile testing and all that what else is going to come the ideas the uh, people and the kids now and come up with ideas like 
anything and then they get it all done up and there is a new app new thing coming up i'm actually looking forward to seeing and testing and you know the ideas and how it incubates and how it becomes a product type that is amazing but i also have to say that people should have a vision the vision that they take and they form an idea and how it gets into the industry is amazing and i am a part of it isn't it a thrill by itself isn't that process a thrill gives you a kick by itself it definitely does and you as a qa engineer i get to find faults in it and as a lady you finding faults and talking about it and you know it gives a cheap thrill but it is a thrill you know? at the end of the day you file two tickets you are like on top of the world it could be silly ticket it could be a great ticket but still you you feel so top of world. no amount of delicacy or sp or uh, any sweets could give you that but that is the thrill and that keeps me going i actually look forward to a release period because we end up testing the product testing the batches testing the product so much and we end up filing the tickets understanding the product and enjoying that process it's nice to see your baby grow priya that is a completely different viewpoint or perspective i would say it's like a baby isn't it you have a baby see we counsel them we talk to them they do all sorts of naughtiness like they have bugs and all in all shapes and sizes we still keep going so it's like a life that's what it is you have to enjoy the process or else you are not in it as navin said earlier you either enjoy it or and do it or you don't do it so i like this so this this is something uh, keeps me going every day navin i wake up to it i look forward to it fabulous inputs priya priya i had the variety of experiences in this journey of 21 years in the current role as the qa engineer what is the value add or the differentiator that you offer to this company see i have been through technologies i have been through business models various domains like retail and all and automation and all that and i have also been a user as a qa person so i would say i am very good at giving a 360 degree view of business technology and user perspective i think i am somewhere good at the intersection point of business technology and people through my experience and view i am able to understand or understand business needs as to what the business would need or how they will look at numbers and like the young people who are coming up now. and technology because i was in the old technology and the upcoming technologies i am able to see give value to it i am able to see that there are some limitations that there can be some super duper uh, super duper presentations or rendering also and in the user perspective see as a user since i've been through user testing in the old and the new ways and i'm also a qa person i have to think like a user so i train myself i have to learn learn what i've learned as a developer and learn as a user and so my mind is now like a user as to what the user would think so somewhere i think i bring in the value of business perspective technology perspective and people perspective so with this value i design my test cases and test scenarios and test setup and uh, formulate my test data to give to test my product and give a better product to the customer so that way the product will be of very good use there will be lesser reworks and there will be a lesser uh, defect seepage between process, uh, between various stages so i think i i am uh, able to give that take it forward like 
Grant's great summary, utilizing the 21 years of experience and the professional exposure that you have got across the geographies and providing that business technology people definitely a value add. Sudhakar, I have one question for you. See, what, what do you think is the vision for this guiding voice that you are part of? What do you think will be the vision for guiding voice? When we started it, we thought we would be able to complete about 100 episodes that we would call it as a success. But believe it or not, we are in the range of 50th episode. So reaching more geographies and uh, the students in their final years of, uh, you know, academic stage across the globe will be something that we aspire. How many countries, how many schools or colleges we would be able to cover is something that we will wait and watch. That's a great uh, vision to have and this is one nice tool, you know, podcast is a nice tool at this time of the uh, pandemic and all that for us to keep people inspiring. Yeah, I think we started uh, accepting the uh, remote or uh, virtual sessions as the new norm. Uh, so Priya, the way we were actually thinking when we started it way back in May 2020, we definitely anticipated that the pandemic will go away and this will be a short term engagement like like i was saying at max 100 episodes but now that the remote and virtual world has become the new norm i think we will continue this with uh, patronage and support from enthusiasts like you i'm sure we will be able to achieve more geographies and we plan to make it more interactive as well. So with some real life scenarios and live sessions, we want to reach out to more audience and make it more interactive. Yeah. And that would be more meaningful to them also, right? Absolutely, because this is more like a push. We want to make it more like an interactive and then pull mechanism as well. Sudhakar, hats off to you and Naveen for the same. Now my one question to Naveen I've always wanted to ask. Naveen, what do you think are your SWAT, are your strengths, weakness, opportunities and trend or in this guiding voice or personal strengths that took you here? You're putting me on spot. Yeah, I'll try to be very brief. My strength is my competency is like Lean Six Sigma and people skills and also technology skills. I come up with a unique background of uh, equal weightage on people process and technology part of it and with regard to the speed of execution and sense of urgency is something which nobody can match that is my key strength and at the same time this becomes my weakness as well because i expect the same thing from my counterparts so which is at times uh, intimidating for them with you i understand this feeling and with regard to the opportunities yeah definitely uh, people like me are going to succeed uh, in this world because we have little patience in terms of launching certain tools or technologies or products to market and in case if I can work further on my strengths we can definitely take it to next level and be able to launch all the products that are in the pipeline. Definitely Naveen you are on the the way to success. Alright so coming to the threat I don't see any threat as such because I strongly believe that I can convert any of my threats into opportunity because I always operate with kind of foresight and try to be proactive because being a Six Sigma person and all, I try to understand certain trends and patterns and based on that plan things accordingly. But a fantastic question. 
we are looking to having you as a trend navin as a trend sudhakar as a trend okay and it's not a threat anymore so the t is no more a t for threat it's going to be trend navin trend and sudhakar trend or guiding voice trend that is going to rock the world that's nice to cool so we are at the fag end of our conversation and we want to close with one last question priya what are your tips for students and young professionals that are aspiring to make it big in the industry and in their careers uh, that's a very weighted question i came across the starbucks vision statement okay see starbucks was not just a coffee place if the founder had it uh, had a vision of a coffee place it would have just been a coffee place he thought of it as a third house or a third space for a person between home and work isn't it so he gave us coffee he gave us a little bit of bites or a refreshments and he gave us the space so that is why it is succeeding so the vision is not coffee place the vision was a third space so i think somewhere we have to be clear on the vision i discovered my passion or vision to be continuous learning it is not money it is not measured in terms of dollars it is not measured in terms of my role it is not measured in terms of my promotions or hikes and all that every day i open my eyes i wanted to have something to learn that is my vision similarly i want the kids or the young professionals to have a clear vision their vision i would say should not be materialistic it should be something more they have to continue in this industry for ne- next 30 40 years means they have to have a good vision the vision should be clear and it has to make an impact it has to be something that they can work towards to similarly i would like to say another not good vision that is as an example remember we had nano cars it came about 5 years back and it was always called as a 1 lakh car see 1 lakh car was good but it was not a successful one just that 1 lakh car didn't make some people buy the car we couldn't contain the cost as within 1 lakh so it was a failure instead i would have liked if the vision was use me instead of a bike buy me instead of a bike that is a positive you know i i say that is a positive vision everyone will want to align to that vision isn't it so we would have all rushed to buy a, a nano car because it's more than a bike so a person who is invest for 90000 rupees for a bike or a lakh for a bike would now look at nano instead of something the vision has to be positive so i would advise or i would only give a tip to students and young professionals is to have a positive vision and be open and do the appropriate networking and stay active that's all the next ones this is all i have thank you so much priya for that summary thank you for joining us today it was indeed a great discussion on being passionate in what you do that spanned across topics like unlearning rediscovering quick to adapt having a clear vision we really appreciate you spending time with us thanks sudhakar i'm looking forward to learning more and all your best wishes to continue for the world to challenge me and continue on this thank you thank you navin thank you priya dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content visit our followers on social media we are available on linkedin facebook insta twitter pinterest and also on youtube just search for the guiding voice and then follow us like subscribe to us and also share within your network also please feel free to email us at the guiding voice for you 
that is T-H-E-G-U-I-D-I-N-G-B-O-I-C-E, four digit U as a letter at gmail.com. Or WhatsApp us on India number 9494-587-187. Again, it is India number 9494-587-187 and we will be happy to collaborate with you. Alright, so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about Yahoo. Most of you are aware that Yahoo Messenger, which was decommissioned recently. However, Yahoo Mail and search engine are still in use. It has its own legacy and has been in the news for a variety of reasons, especially related to the failed acquisition deals and the final deal too. And today's trivia is about who created the name Yahoo. So guys, do you know? The name Yahoo was created by Jonathan Swift for his book Gulliver's Travel in 1726, in which it explained Yahoo to be a really ugly person. But Yahoo turned out to be a great tool which helped communicate people across the geographies. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Have a wonderful time. Take care. Be safe. Until next time, bye-bye.